welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have continuation of our channeled guidance for the lovely 5D Collective. So 5D Collective involves people who know how to love their self first, and that's why they can also love another. That means you believe in yourself, but it also means you have secure attachment capacity and you have meta-awareness capacity. So you have integration of the brain capacity, bilateral integration means you know how to perceive the sensations and images and emotions that come up, the sticky stuff, and you don't project it. And so you don't do Cusco or the squirrel in Cusco's Emperor's New Groove. And that's why as a conscious lover, you only have those who are basically able to be their self. And so technically you have all people. Your oversoul expands. We don't lessen our oversoul for my 5D mystics. We don't have Twin Flame Saga. Okay, we know how to handle our mouth and we do not use our hands as women, men, or days, but I'm going to be speaking as a woman, I'm heterosexual, and I'm a polyamory, secure attachment human being, okay, that's important, because we're going to end up talking about romance, and I have twin flames, and no, they don't get less, and they don't have any special categorization, it is a beautiful journey to meet them, of course, but it isn't something tragic, like the 4D makes it out to be, however, 4D, they do not have secure attachment, they do not have bilateral integration capacity apparently no they have the capacity they choose to disregard the important trauma and attachment informed human beings out there and that's because they're busy talking about themselves as being anointed and special they're martyrs or superiors or blamers and yes that's the codependency group and that's why it's too bad that they don't follow Patrick Tian because they would totally be able to. No, they wouldn't. And I've shared with them these pieces of information. But if they were self-aware, they would. So if they were like, wait a minute, I am using this stuff. You know what? I'm going to go get good childhood trauma therapy because I have attachment traumatization. Or I have attachment wounds and I'm using my <clears throat> not emotional, mental, and physical inner well-being right now. <clears throat> they would also recognize their shame cycle, inner critic, outer critic, and they would recognize the alcohol, the drugging, the fooding, the, the fucking. They would begin to say, huh, I'm not growing more energized as I get older, and I'm not actually using <clears throat> my time wisely. Wait a minute, let me think. Oh, shit, my voice is going away. So they're also not using their mouth wisely. The people who I personally share regularly uh, life with they totally have disregarded every single one of the data points on structural dissociation and being supportive to their self now i'm with my collective here though sharing something different because i know you're all here with the intent to be your infinite higher human consciousness potential since that's what i share the experience of it by sharing you my voice, my stories, and yes, Maria's. But the mystic part is important as well, and that's for my 5D mystics. Okay, so we have very specific channeled guidance for these lovely energies, and I want to address that sooner than later. Divine feminine is your body. Divine masculine is your mind. Divine, I'm using it, but not divinity. Please, disengage from 4D language. You're a human being, first of all. And yes, there's an Akashic intelligence. It's awesome. It's not a special gift. It's an energy sphere. The consciousness sciences people, they study it. They call it the hard problem of consciousness. We laugh because it's not a problem. 
but I mean inside outside you don't laugh in their face you're just like okay did you not know that you won't know everything like seriously I don't know everything how do you think you're human like I am do you think you have superpowers because I know none of us do I can't fly like Superman I really can't pretty sure you can't either unless you want to be a flat earther and no please don't try it I am leaving right now if you try to fly I swear to god I'm leaving and excuse me let me not use that word because we still have ancient silverbacks okay so Patches of the world know how to handle their words like grown-ups. And when somebody begins to get pissy in their pants, we also know how to be like, look, pretty sure right now you're getting pissed at me. So I think that I should stop talking. I'm going to go. Thank you. And that's all we learn as we get to be older. We literally learn how to say, you know what? It's okay. You don't have to like me because I believe in myself just the way I am. And I don't have any shame. No, we don't say it. We don't go that far. You literally don't. Whenever somebody gets pissed in their pants, uh, that doesn't happen often. But I know exactly how to begin recalibrating so that I can leave. <laughs> and that's because I'm four foot nine. I stand no chance against any human being. And I don't really want to go there because why? That's not necessary. We're just having what is called a interaction. And the minute you begin to not be happy about it, I'm going to not want that because I have compersion. So as a polyamory person, but it's really about being a self-empowered person, I've always had this thing, compersion, even with my teenage boyfriend and all of the stories that people know about. And that's because why would I not be happy for you? I want you to be happy. I'm going to be happy with or without you because you add to my life. That's what relationships do. They add to our life. And that's because we don't need to securely attach so our zero one-year-old isn't looking for their approval or, you know, they're not, okay? So when you have healthy self-worth, self-love, that's because you are in relationships out of the simple, pure bliss of, wow, I get to share life with people. And that's what secure attachment brings you, okay? So secure attachment is the ability to consistently love with an open heart because human beings don't represent a threat to you. The ones who need support, there's therapists out there for them. Okay, 5D Collective. I'm going to read you something. As I was saying, Divine Feminine. These are not, you don't need to be writing notes down. It's just for purposes of how I explain to you stuff when I'm integrating. And I always integrate mystic and enlightenment, so age group stuff. Because I bring human, spiritual, and spirituality elements together. So it's personal development, inner growth. But as a person who also wants to give 5D the room to be here. Because the 4D is so annoyingly... Oh, they don't do anything with their clairs except for live with the stars. I, I, I swear it's, it's sad, but leave it alone. I'm leaving it alone now. Okay, back to us. The divine feminine, your body. You have a window of welcome. You don't have a window of tolerance. What this means is you don't have clinical dissociation. If that happens and you're informed, there's plenty of free psych education that actually describes and shows you what it looks like. You're in a good therapist's room. You're finding one, one for there's an app. You're actually aware they want what you want. Here, if you're not aware, let me let me share some education from people who have gone to good therapists and what they share with us. A good therapist, and I've learned it too, and I totally, totally agree because I'm a person, so I know exactly what they're saying, plus I'm attachment and trauma-informed. And as Daniel Siegel presents, he says, you cannot actually support healing of trauma for another person if you still have actual hot buttons, which means you still have charges from your childhood that you don't recognize. It's called implicit biases. This is why Daniel Siegel and, and Sadhguru speak the same language, but Daniel Siegel will make it humanly available to you. 
fact, one of my recent courses that starts in March is going to be fascinating because he talks about consciousness. So what I'm talking about right now, the 5D collective, your Pacha material, because you want to have the ability to bring joy to yourself and the world. And you are able to do this because you want to be a deep source of soothing for your own self so you know how to be your own safe haven, regulate your nervous system. And you can be that, therefore, for another person when they don't know how to be in a safe haven because they did not get to have a regulated nervous system around them. So you teach them all about being lovingly accepted. They don't have to work for love and they can express all of those Cusco, squirrel, nasty, quote-unquote emotions and you're still a somatic empath. You're still Pacha. You're looking at them and here, the therapist, they look at you like a whole person. This is why they have no triggers, nothing coming up from the bottom up I'm not thinking, no, I'm not feeling defensive. So when I look in your eyes, even if you're spitting at me in my face, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, I'm in threat. No, I will have learned and I'm 44. So luckily for me, I have enough age and uh, I do try to keep myself physically safe though. But I've had situations where I got to learn how to tune into my gut, you know, stuff like that. We all have stupid decisions we make when we're growing up. It just is what it is when you're growing up as teenagers. We all think things and young adults. And that's where I know that there's a wide number of you. If you're younger than me, please be aware that you want to be surrounded by people that do this. Because otherwise, uh, I, I want to make sure anyone who is in your life is a person who wants the best for you. And that does not mean live life the way I want. No, it means drink moderately. Don't do drugs. If you're curious about them, just be aware of their repercussions and, you know, be smart, but it's also legal. So again, I mean, here's where I don't judge, but I'd say I learned from there. They're not good for you. And I keep learning that. So there's, there's just things, but I know people who they smoke marijuana, for example, and that makes them happy. At least it makes them happy. So, and then there's the psychedelics, which with good therapists, actually, this is the part. It helps people to get integration of the brain. So with good therapy and a good therapist, you can definitely, that's a good thing to have because some people's brain doesn't produce certain things. And while, yes, you know, Sadhguru promotes organically achieving the stability, but some people, they want to get there sooner than later. And there's ways that you won't get there sooner than later, but you'll be able to have a human being explain to you the process of how integration of the brain works and how it takes six to eight weeks thank you daniel siegel for um a new neuro a new neuro what was it a receptor something like that a new neuroceptor i need to go rewatch my course to be created i believe it's in the hippocampus which is your memory center and then for that new neuroceptor to 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 lay the myelin down and, and so when you're reorganizing in fact it's going to be a little destabilizing you're going to feel off and that's why good therapists are important. If you want to own your life, that is. Some people don't care to own it. They do spiritual bypass. Or they just want to be in the spirituality soul age group, which is their choice. Okay, so again, uh, let me go back to what I was trying to get to. Secure attachment figure. So you are your own secure attachment figure. You know how to regulate your nervous system when you have your divine feminine, your body, and the capacity to sense and feel and then be meta-aware with your mind, your divine masculine 
to your masculine, the left mode, which is our verbal part of our brain, speaks to your right mode, which is the feminine, and that's the nonverbal part of our brain. So we pick up our nonverbal signals between you and I as human beings is our right mode. When I look in your eyes, my right mode picks up your right mode. And I am picking up your nervous system, which is why differentiation of the self is a practice that those who are in always a state of compassion, which is raise your hand, I do, I do. That's because we are in our natural birthright mammalian heritage where I'm a securely attached, healthy, self-worth person with restorative embodied self. So when I'm looking in your eyes, I don't see danger. But a person who has attachment wounds and trauma history, they instead, they have fear coming up. Let me read to you Deb Dana so that we can uh, allocate that, which is why I said 5D Collective is able, no, is able and wanting to have relationship with human beings and their own self and be pachas. You choose not to treat people like shit. You choose, okay? And here's Deb Dana, LCSW. Being seen or heard was dangerous, and so Dorsal takes us out of that place. It's that cloak of invisibility that keeps us safe. People who have had shame and defectiveness ruptures, so attachment wounds and uh, trauma in abuse or neglect, and different. there's different degrees. I'm going to share that we don't want to go diagnosing people, okay? But you would know about yourself. And here's the thing, the kicker, quote-unquote, is that if a person actually is living what Debdena described, they are the 4D mystics and the 4D who doesn't. They don't want to go to therapy. But some of them recognize it, and it's only because they care about wanting to be a part of the herd. So organically speaking, you can achieve your integration of the brain for sure, any one of you, because your brain is literally trying every day to reallocate that trauma into the hippocampus. Your brain wants to heal itself as does your body, meaning return home to itself, the restorative embodied self. So the body and the mind are connected, but it's the brain structure that gets impeded in its growth when there's abuse and neglect, which is why yoga is helpful, because yoga and mindfulness meditation and all that mindfulness is, is helpful because it allows you to begin to work your ventral vagal one nervous system toning exercises, that's what yoga supports, and the mindfulness meditation supports your attention, and when you're putting it into practice and all doing all of this, it works your corpus callosum, which connects your left and right mode of the brain, your hippocampus, the memory center, which is impeded again in its growth, and the prefrontal cortex also impeded in its growth, and the reality of your biological rudeness, which is attach, cry, collapse, submit, please appease, flop, drop, on da, 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 da. there's a lot of ways I can use words but what I'm going to say is if I'm talking to you and we're having a good time and out of nowhere we're chit-chatting and I say something but what I say offends you and it's not that it offends you it offends you but you have an exaggerated reaction to it So when people have what is called a abandonment wound, rejection, but there's also behavior that has happened around them, that's why biological rudeness is not something a person chooses, and that's why a pacha will not be reactive. And that's because they will, in the body, know 
like I've, I've been in my body and known. I'm not in a physical threat. This is a human being. And actually my body will also immediately be very, very much full of a lot of emotions, which is not happiness. So when you're a somatic empath, and that's because you have no charges inside of you, meaning no attachment wounds or trauma. That's where I raise my hand. So my whole three-year-old heart in the presence of any person who is emotionally, mentally in their biological rudeness, even without any of these words, I'm like, I'm not going to be treating you like that. You're not a threat to me. My body literally knows. And in fact, my heart pulls back all the time, every time, pull back, pull back. It was not because of me, again, hiding. No, this is where I've described these feelings to my regular listeners. So when the pullback happens, for those of us who have healthy self-worth, it's because leave space, allow to talk. It's okay. Silence. The silence helps people to calm down get re, re, recalibrate and then we can continue to talk and we can repair what just happened okay so this is where uh secure attachment very straightforward for some of us ask your questions if you have them 4d are not here healthy self-worth you're able to say you are okay i'm okay let's talk about it and that's because you know of the land of truth equanimity it's not neutrality in the sense you don't have a preference you of course have a preference you're able to stay in what is called your ventral vagal nervous system stance and this is why you're empowered so empowerment is where you have your solar plexus and your heart chakra open okay so i'm i'm integrating right now i'm channeling and i know we converse stories again food for thought but my lovely 5D collective who are resonating and following. Keep, keep listening. So your divine masculine is your mind. Your divine feminine is your body. But you will not have the ability to have any of this in your focus if you don't have meta-awareness. You can have meta-awareness when you're pacha and you're not making excuses for anyone. If you're a Cusco, you're not making excuses for yourself and you're observing yourself and you are a person who will not at the end of the emperor's new groove continue to lie no you would be hey you know what uh, i actually see clearly i was raised by isma I, I have certain mannerisms uh not let's not blame isma isma had who knows who raised her okay but this is where the toxic parents as uh, patrick tian points out see their children as selfish adults who are making choices at their expense Immature toxic parents don't see their children as children. They see them as insensitive adults who are making their life difficult. I'm just going to use him for a minute so we can identify when we have Yzmas, so to speak, okay? And that's why we can't blame Cusco's. We can't fault. We can't. Who's we? The Pachas of the world, the 5D collective that I'm talking to. If you're self-empowered and you're enlightened, it means you understand believing in yourself, conscious lovers self-love okay so you're an emotionally mentally physically stable human being who knows that our humanity is our divinity and we don't use again the word divinity in that sense of belief system our humanity our restorative embodied self we are all a piece of consciousness we can tap into this energy sphere reiki master here yes it's beautiful akashic record reader again beautiful tarot all beautiful it goes so beyond the uh, 4d's chit chat about all this it's just so much more when you can allow yourself to remember we're one of the same cloth okay so the 4d cuts people out 
they they have those teenage stories of uh, what was it? I was hearing somebody say, uh, "You've told yourself it's the last time you'll ever love after that, so you've closed your heart, and you're not wanting to love again. You're afraid of telling who you are from the heart, all your secrets." Da da da. And I'm thinking, who is he talking to? Because any person who's a grown up will not use the word. It's the last time I will trust someone. Now, you can experience the feeling, yes, of course, when you will have been emotionally naked with someone else, emotionally, not physically necessarily, but let's add, if we add that, makes it even more intimate. So when you are completely vulnerable, like the Achilles heel, right? You know, you know you've, you've done it all. You've given every single one of those um, aspects but see here's where a person who's an inner adult a divine masculine divine feminine a self-empowered human being you have self-love you are not doing any of this as if you're doing something special this is what love is conscious lovers do not hide love they do not hide their heart otherwise you're not loving you're doing what are the People who do not in their body have the zero one-year-old. You don't know how to be your own safe haven, your own secure attachment figure, okay? So I'm trying to explain. Now, not none of you have to be here. I'm explaining something. So people who are able to say, life is me sharing it with my community. Life is me sharing it with who I choose. Time, I choose. They choose. We choose. Lovers, they choose too. If they don't like they have a choice. It's called we know compersion because that's when you know healthy self-worth. You're never ever going to be sad that somebody is moving forward in their life and is happy. That actually gives a person who has healthy self-worth guilt. How dare I? How would I ever? And this is where you don't actually have these things come with you because you will know it as a child growing up and you'll be like, no, no, I, I want you to be happy as a teenager, not child necessarily, because children, we just get heartbroken. That's the beauty of learning how to actually pick yourself back up. My mother explained to me every time I would cry, it's okay to cry. That's why you don't get shamed. You, get, you don't get humiliated by the caregiver that's telling you it's okay to cry. It's okay. And then trying to strengthen you also. So there's always that balancing, which is why equanimity. There's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So when though you have an isma, let's go back to the toxic parent. I can't believe you'd ask me for that. Why is it always about you? When do I get to have fun? I do everything for you and you can't ever think about what I need. Who would those questions be more appropriate for, kids or adults? And he says, our healing work is to recognize just how crazy it is to expect a seven-year-old to be thinking more of their parents' needs rather than just being in their own world, in their own body. The message vibe from the parent is, quote-unquote, you owe me. That expectation goes above what is developmentally appropriate for children, yet here we are as recovering adults still trying to understand what healthy expectations look like. For example, in our adult lives, we'll, we will ex accept fault for everything. I think he means accept. Hmm, I don't know. Anyways, we will think we cause feelings in others we have a core belief that we are selfish we assume we are a burden and none of it is true he says he says you have the right to hold your parents accountable for crossing those lines and expecting you to be an omnipotent adult for them 
and he's educating on childhood trauma. You can follow him on Instagram and YouTube and raising awareness. So this is where Patrick Tiahan, I want to share so that you owe me, for example, see, uh, whenever I would have certain types of conversations or I would say things like uh, sacrifice, my mother would say, I didn't ever sacrifice anything. I chose to have you. You were my choice. You don't owe me anything. So when you get taught how no one owes you anything when it comes to love, this is why we don't work for love. The healthy self-worth person knows love is free. And so the pachas of the world, we no love is free. So Cusco, though, raised by Anisma, obviously, again, let's go back to our channeled guidance and, and me trying to share with you this balancing of energies that for those who are 5D is straightforward, okay? And uh, it's about being able to have the mental, emotional, physical visibility of yourself and then in your lovely herd of the family, loved ones, uh, romantic partners or not. Again, my polyamory, it's compersion, monoamory as well. But obviously, you would have different conversations if there were events that were beyond what you want. So somebody's actually out there doing other things. You don't be like, ah, you lied. Now you're a liar, liar, pants on fire. I'm going to come control you, check on you. You're going to have a conversation. You know, uh, I, I don't want to be polyamorous. I know you might, but I don't. And here's where grown-ups who are, and when I use the word grown-ups, it means a person who has healthy self-worth. means that you don't feel like if somebody actually is with someone else that you're in danger of losing them. This is also why it's called self-empowerment for real, not pretend. Because the minute that a human being, and here's where I've had plenty of my lovers have other lovers, it's not a big deal. You can have whoever you want. They're not Maria, and I'm not them. And just don't bring to me anything physically dangerous. Don't bring me no STDs. And then, then I'll know you really don't care about you or me. And you're also not educated about how to, you know, handle stuff, which is very important. I won't be insulting you. I won't be saying, you piece of shit, you're a piece of... No, I'll be like, okay, you know, I'm going to say that we both need to figure out how... No, we, we want to go keep checking up with our doctors and, and you know, don't, don't do this again, please. <laughs> What do you say? As a grown-up, obviously, this is where if you're a young adult, you're more likely to be reactive, but you still will use your words because you'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, are you kidding me? And that's when we remember to learn. What do we learn? We learn that here, Sadhguru, as long as you're locked up in your own logic, the magic of life will not reveal itself to you. As long as you're using primarily your left mode, you're not going to have the ability to be both your nurturer and protector and nurture and another and also a person who's in the wisdom your body which is passion and the ability to actually expand a conversation and so the ability to be able and do what is best for you and another there's no need to deter with fear which is what people are used to when they don't have the balance of pot shock the balance of a somatic empath, the balance of integration of brain, thank you, Daniel Siegel, the balance of complete ability to be no charges present, no inner child, no adaptive child, no teenager, the inner adult of you. All of us have the inner adult. It's beautiful. I can attest because it's an emotional, mental, and physical adult, and it's in your body. It's your restorative embodied self. So you're able to appreciate people 
and know that you won't be educating anyone if you get into your sympathetic hypervigilant nervous system mode, which is what people don't understand and those Cusco's out there. Okay, so you don't have the ability to bring joy or expand awareness of any concept if you are actually in a charge. And that's why the wisdom and the knowledge are going to be lost because what you have in front of you now is going to be something that will not lead to a harmonious expansion. Now, it doesn't mean that if you have this capacity that others will be open to it. No. Oh, no, no. Believe me here. No, no, not even close. Okay, so I have that part set. I want to read to you something so that we can keep on channeling. Your divine masculine, again, is that which gives you the ability to stand up for yourself, the mind of you, but it's because your divine feminine is in your ventral vagal state. And that means your heart is open and you're compassionate, which means you're not in a three-year-old with any shame or defectiveness or a one-year-old who's saying, I need you to give me a thumbs up. You have no attachment. Life is you and others. And you have that love that is joy and expansion. And it's because you have secure attachment. You have self-empowerment and it's healthy self-worth. Like Tara Real points out, you don't feel lesser or upper. You're in fact straight. There's a posture when you have your ventral vagal nervous system engaged. Deb Dana is the one who shares it in one of the things we've read before. And I know all about that posture because I will sit in it and stand in it in a lot of times since I was growing up. And, and today I can recognize it. The charges are what get to be processed by you if you're your inner adult with the inner growth mindset and your meta awareness. So you don't say, let me justify my sticky emotions or my thoughts. You say, no, I'm talking about the data, the emotions, the, the story. I'm going to have a functional adult love language with my conscious lover or lovers. So you don't shame, you do not blame, you do not fault, and you do not accuse. If somebody is doing revenge, you don't even use any of those words. Why? Because this is where. It's actually straightforward. <laughs> they are a bonus in your life, and you're a bonus in their life. That's it. Nobody owes anyone anything. Because if I and you are talking, means you want to be here. That's it. I know I want to be here because I'm choosing how to allocate my 24 hours. Love is infinite. Time is not. My know about this. So here's where we know 24 hours, all I got. How am I going to use it? Well, I already know how I'm going to use eight of them. I'm going to be sleeping. And if I can't, I'm no, I am. As I get older, I'm going to need to sleep. And that's the truth right here. Some people, they don't. I remember there is one moment of my life as I began getting older, I think it was 24. And I had a couple of things take place as I go, okay, I can't. I can no longer physically actually only sleep four hours. This sucks <laughs> because my body was still like, nope. It's like, okay, I have to sleep more. So I know my sleep, I need six to eight hours. And actually with Claire's, you, you need anytime there's a big ascension moment, sleep, sleep, sleep if you need it. And obviously here's where some people, they don't really consider it, but okay, let's read this uh this karaoke proverb. Now, when I use the word woman, I want you to think of your divine feminine. And when I use the word man, I want you to think of your divine masculine. Divine feminine, your body, your human being body. Divine masculine, your human being mind. You have integration of the brain capacity. So that means you're not overwhelmed by any of those emotions that arise. If you're a person who gets overwhelmed and you know you have clinical dissociation, of course, keep tuning in. I know you will know of practices to uh, soothe yourself, meaning that you're on a roll, 
on on a specific um, path with that stuff. And if you need any support, I'm attachment and trauma informed. And there's paid subscription-based model content for that type of personal development or mystic channel guidance. Okay. Okay, so this Cherokee proverb, a woman's highest calling is to lead a man to his soul. Please don't use those words, by the way. I know that I will be reading with these words, but use the word self. You are a whole self, a whole three-year-old self. Uh, Use your name, but it's not because uh, this doesn't need to exist. It's that the consciousness and you are, you're one, you're an energy. Okay, so this has belief properties. So just (laughs) use your name, please. And the three-year-old. If you need to think of the soul, think of the three-year-old because that's the pure consciousness. I like Purusha. Purusha is unconditional love, pure consciousness. Prakriti is pure energy. So those are words that I learned from one of my workshops. And, and I would feel, I feel a lot more comfortable since they're in the sphere of energy and they are spirituality. And Sadhguru is very open to everything as he's the guru of spirituality, at least for me. 4D, again, use these words like they're taking away our divinity and source. It's basically the ancient text. This is how they're using it. And so, uh, okay, a woman's highest calling is to lead a man to his, I'm going to say self, three-year-old self, okay, open-hearted three-year-old self. Yes, a whole heart. So as to unite him with this infinite Akashic intelligence. I'm going to substitute the words actually because it sounds way better. This infinite sphere of humanity and of you who's a flexible, adaptive, coherent, and energized, and stable brain. So to be able to say, hey, you're awesome. And we can talk, though. You, you don't need to use your attitude, okay? So the divine finish, your ventral vagal, hey, what's going on? That there's softness there. Automatically, a person's going to know it. Doesn't mean they're going to appreciate it. They're going to know it, though. The only reason they won't appreciate it, though, is because they will have attachment, traumatization stuff come up. Okay, so they will have known of their caregivers and their household as unsafe. So the trigger is not a uh, energy vampire. It's not an offense. No, it's a human being who doesn't know safety in their own body because they didn't know safety in their own home. So all they know is a dysregulated nervous system experience with other people. So when you look at them in their eyes, they're experiencing their amygdala, alert, 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 danger, 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 and all the shame and defectiveness shit that they experienced since the day they were, they can, they don't remember physically in the mind, they feel it in the body, okay? And so this is the part where, yes, whenever that happens, it's no fun, but a pacha knows how to handle a Cusco, and it is not by lecturing, and it is not by shaming, and it is not by insulting, it is by saying, okay... Uh, let's, let's try to recalibrate, shall we? Repair, repair, what's going on? What just happened here? And sometimes it's not in a funny voice. It's more like, okay, fuck this shit. I'm, I'm out, I'm done, I'm done with you. And yes, the done with you is not meant to be insulting, but it's not our need to be around people who project, by the way. They can go get good therapy. As Patrick Tian points out, there's plenty of good therapist information online. So a person who doesn't recognize that they are emotionally unavailable and that they are actually leading with human suffering love between men, women, and days, they just keep complaining about each other. And it's more like, yeah, I don't need to put up with your shit. I'm actually not here to be your parent at all, especially when it comes to loving. No love. That ain't lovers. That's more like, let me baby you. And no, please no. That's codependent type people relationships. When they tell each other how to be, what to be, and it's really not in any way shape or form flying so yes the part about we'll get to it let me finish uh woman's lowest calling is to seduce 
separating man from his self and leaving him aimlessly to wander. Okay, so when a divine, no, no divine feminine, when a feminine, there's 4D out there, that whole twin flame saga stuff, yeah, they're not divine feminines. They're not whole because they have literally uh, used words and uh, begin to uh, share that they have a special mission, that they're awake, that they're doing the work, that da, 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 and they, 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 they. And pretty much uh, it's just not a whole person. And there's a one-year-old who's seeking to attach somewhere and, and they're not actually learning how to let go uh, how to move out of limerence, because at this point I can use a bunch of words that I'll begin to, but I don't want to. So what I'm saying is, though, a person that is, whether woman or man, but the part about being a feminine is that you're going to have some intuitiveness and more, because you pick up on the unconscious stuff, on the beneath the surface, the body stuff. Okay, so that's why the 4D collective, the 4D mystics, they're all feminines, doesn't mean they're women. It means that they're feminines, but they have this thing where they become squirrels from Cusco land or are squirrels. And the codependent type behavior, I'm a martyr or superior, I push, and it's a person who will think they're right. They're anointed, they're all of these words that they use, or blame, meaning I'm the victim, I'm a victim of myself. So right here, they don't have a divine feminine and they don't have a divine masculine. They have no capacity of what is called, though, their bilateral integration. So they have impaired bilateral integration, and they're playing out what is an adaptive child, their karma. Their household, their own trauma is what they play out in their relationships, which is why codependency, that's the best way I can pose it, because when you look at it, there's those two groups out there. When it comes to relationships, and I'm saying romantic, you'll find the, I'm going to use as a woman, I find women who are martyrs and superiors, they are mystics with their lovely superpowers and they go and shame, blame, fault, and revenge men in ways that are really un... Mm, not, not. That's not a feminine. That's, that's the one that's uh, right here. You seduce and you're separating and you're actually insulting a human being and you're, you're, in, you're leaving them aimlessly to wander because their three-year-old doesn't need you to crap on them. They already got crapped on when they were growing up. You did nothing to heal trauma at all. Yeah, you actually went in there and that's what they were already expecting and you didn't play a game that is a fun game no it's a game of calling people it's it's people who have trauma this is what it is it's people who basically live out the human suffering love narrative so when i have met 4d mystics and they've talked about this i try to explain to them you're not the better one or not better one every person has a journey and none of them like to hear any of it so they're in their human suffering love boat and they have a way. They will have, again, this martyr thing. I'm actually the healer of my twin flame journey. Da, 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 da. I have a purpose or there's this blame thing. I'm the victim always. I'm always being used. So other women, the other one is I was promised the fairy tale. I was promised to be protected and they did none of it. And uh, lo and behold, they, this is what you see out there when there's no balance within because there's no zero one-year-old with a grown-up there there's nobody looking in on that adaptive child and saying you know what humanly speaking what am i doing why am i not with good attachment trauma informed people right now why am i still at a certain age so at a certain point if you're not able to recognize i'm always having this type of stuff go down hmm, let me go get some support so that i can live a good life because you know relationships they're bonuses again so a uh, when I've seen yeah the feminine do 
stuff like this. Uh, let me leave it alone. Let me finish reading. A man's highest calling is to protect a woman. So when you have your divine masculine, this means your mind stands up for you and your three-year-old. Okay, that's what I'm trying to get you to apply this to yourself primarily, but in interactions, we'll, we'll look at this in a minute. So man or a masculine, a person that's using their own human, no, wait a minute, uh, let me reorganize those statements. So I'm a divine feminine and I have my own divine masculine. A divine masculine will be a person who comes at their enlightenment from another route because they will be using their logical mind, okay? And then they will also learn how to be their divine feminine. So I want to make that clear because there is a distinction. You will know which one you are. I know that I'm a divine feminine because I like to nurture and I can always make anything work, anything. <laughs> Give it to me, I'll, I'll see to make it work with whatever pieces I got. I do not like to do the whole let's sacrifice. I don't like to break things down. No, no, don't break shit down. Get away from me. You're, you're making me upset right now, okay? So this is where the divine feminine is like the rainbow. When we meet our divine masculine, we get to include dark. Yes, we get to include the black and white thinking. We don't like it because we're not, oh, I don't want to have to organize my rainbow in these little lines. I want a blank canvas. And, and the masculine like, nope, you can't. You can have it, but you're going to, you're going to have to have some lines. If you draw outside the lines, you're going to still have to pay attention to how you're drawing. As if the picture becomes completely <laughs> unreadable, we know we got, you know, because 3D life, it's, it's something that has lines, okay? So there's a way that you'll know. I, like I said, I know I'm a divine feminine because anytime my divine masculine friends bring me some, there has to be sacrifice. I'm like, come on, why are you ruining my my show right now and and they they they're very good when they have their divine feminine and then when they have the ability so when people begin to have a rapport you're like okay i won't bust your bubbles too much but i need to burst them a little bit because you need to stay within those lines because it's good for you that's how you're going to make productive conversations and that's legit none of that you'll know which one of the two you're you're at so a man's highest calling is to protect a woman so she is free to walk the earth unharmed. Here's where I want to translate this. When you stand up for your own whole three-year-old self, so you're like, here's that, here I am. <laughs> you don't like me as a mystic, too bad, bye-bye. Okay, that's what this is in your own mind. And you don't go, I'm, I'm going to be, what is that word that other people are using? I'm going to be the uh, unapologetically me. No, no, <laughs> please stop but they are people who need to hear that because they're still trying to grow that confidence. So they're all teenagers. I'm going to be unapologetically me. I'm going to be unapologetically and, and hopefully at a certain point they become actual potters. I don't see that right now because the word is literally saying, oh, don't apologize for uh, upsetting somebody. But then we got the ones uh, who want you to apologize for everything that comes out of your mouth. These are the blamer people, by the way, and they have the victim identity. So they become the squirrels, complete squirrels of Cusco land. Man's lowest calling is to ambush and force his way into the life of a woman. And here's where I'd say, you know, imposter syndrome, inner critic, outer critic, that's where the man, in this case, divine masculine in the mind, when there's a shame, they will uh, not have a person return home to their self. However, this is the part of where the lovely psych educators make it clear that people will learn to be their own true self if they get to be compassionate. So that's meaning they get to be curious. When you're curious about yourself, it's because you want to participate to the fun of being a human. Okay, so 
with that being said, the lovely balancing of divine masculine and divine feminine has nothing to do with people. It's all inside of you. You being able to be an open three-year-old heart and then to continue to love. So we don't do the whole, I loved once and I gave it my all. And because I got heartbroken and because they literally threw me in the trash, I'm never going to love again. Now we do know of those lovely bonds. So let me talk about that. Yes, the twin flame thing is very, very special for those of you who have one. Twin flames, even more amazing. I can say that every one of them, as they got added, as like, I know exactly what's happening. No trauma here. But what it was was definitely, huh, I'm moving beyond the concept of the one. Huh, I'm moving beyond the concept of you only love one person. Huh, I got to learn from Stephen Porges how love is in your own body without people. That matches actually what I've felt since I was a teenager. Okay, so when you know that love is you and I get to be our three-year-old selves together, love never grows old. It only grows more. It doesn't grow less. And that's because though you will have the ability to have believed in yourself consistently, which is why some of us, we're not healing. Our charges are being processed by the inner adult in you. And that's why we thank our community because it's thanks to being able to have those lovely interactions that we're able to bring joy to ourselves and the world. So when you have laughter and love, and that's how you're always approaching it, here's our human love narrative. So we don't have sagas with our twin flames because we have compersion or the twin flame. Uh, That's the part of where if you have the ability, as I'm sharing with you, to be your own safe haven you regulate your nervous system and your secure base you go and explore life and then you tell people hey this is who i am the proverb is for you as a human being who can say this is who i am no matter how many times you've had to say this you've always said it with i have an open heart this is who i am and if i have to defend myself oh i will i will not have any issue using my mouth to say you know I think we're just very different. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to say you and I are so different that we are not going to be able to match. So I've had these types of conversations before. One of the lovely people who has attachment, I'm going to say it's anxious. And in one of our many, many different debates, uh, I would say debates, I mean, they really, what it is, is made accusations. But see, the accusations are from the adaptive child. And it's maladaptive once you're grown up, but it's literally the the small baby you with your teenage self trying to make, uh, long story short, people who have impaired bilateral integration. In this case, I got a chaotic one. The rigid ones, they they go silent. Uh, The rigid is uh, usually an avoidant. And so they're actually feeling they won't be able to match up. So they're going to go and get into some other relationship where they're going to be treated like pieces of shit. So there ain't no conscious lovers there, but again, they will feel in their body that that's what they deserve and that they can't meet uh, what is uh, actually not anything except for being their self. But that's the point. They didn't get to feel okay with being their self as a three-year-old, as a one-year-old. That's the chaotic one. They make uh, accusations. And so that's actually quite straightforward. The ones who go silent, it's great because we don't have to do anything. They go and they continue living their life. The ones who come to us and accuse, what happens is, uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to satisfy what you're asking of me. I don't have the time. 
I don't have the capacity and that's it. So I think we're going to need to. And then in time, you actually are able to develop a very, very stable relationship with both types as well as the disorganized because the ability is that you are a conscious lover. So you don't say I love you and have demands. No, your love is free. You accept people for who they are, no matter what type of emotion, behavior they bring to you, you're always there. You're a secure attachment figure. That's why you're a pacha. So all of you are in this spot today, or you want to be. <clears throat> and if you want to be, keep tuning in, because we always talk about all this stuff. And as I was saying, let's see, I'm going to close out with, oh yeah, so we don't do the whole, oh, I got emotionally naked and vulnerable, and I will never love again, no matter what type of experience of person who's a 5D mystic particularly or 5D functional adult so right now I don't know how many of you are here or in the enlightenment soul age group all I can say to you is the whole three-year-old heart never gets broken to the point of it dying because it's actually a muscle so you know it's funny even if you legit are like hmm is there love in the world you're like of course there is it's me and it's them and it's there so there's there's plenty I think of Jesus I think of Sadhguru, I think of all of human beings, I think of the fact that those who have healthy self-worth, secure attachment, all of that, I don't know how many of us we are, but we're all there, we all have love in our heart, even the ones who have the heartbreak, they have love in their heart, that's the part, human suffering is still love, they just don't get to experience what is their whole three-year-old heart, so that's for another episode, not this one, but what I was trying to say is, that we all will never say no to love because that's ridiculous. Romance. But when somebody says no to us, that's not the whole rejection protection. Let me come tell you. Uh, that's that's what we don't we don't do that. That 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 that's like really interesting. So yes, time 24 hours, which is why we will process all of those experiences and we will always say yes to love. And that's because there's nowhere like home in your heart and when you get to look at somebody in the eyes and then they look you in the eyes and so this is that feeling of the felt sense of self we'll, we'll close on out with this so when you have integration of brain restorative embodied self you are all emotionally available okay whole divine masculine whole divine feminine this is why it's twin flame soulmate don't matter you got a person who's an actual human being, a pacha. And I say that because this is where your your human your humanity comes into the mix when you are flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable brains. Nobody has any fucking boxing gloves on. This is a bullshit statement. Nobody's afraid of, oh, I'm afraid of saying something. We're not afraid of being emotional. That's the whole point that I'm trying to get across. So it's more like, ooh, another adventure. Let me get on that one. Okay, so we're up for the next adventure with our three-year-old heart. Uh, there ain't no time. There ain't no ending. There ain't no beginning. It's more like, hmm, I'm curious. So emotionally available people will be, hmm, I'm curious. <laughs> I want to open up. Why would I keep this all to myself? This, is so, this, this would be so boring. So that's how it works. Now, you do remember, of course, moments, but that's the part. It happens. There are people who don't know what love is. You get to share with each other what love is. And it is like that Dai Lama quote. We can approach life with laughter and love, not in spite of the suffering. And so, yeah, not in spite of all those human suffering people who still want to think of Romeo and Juliet. No, actually because of it. So he says we have a kind of responsibility to bring joy and love into the world. I'm going to say we have the ability. 
I have the ability and so do you. I chose it as a teenager. It was pretty straightforward. What I said was, these kids don't know what love is. They, they don't shake hands and mean it. They literally are not moving in any way, shape or form that is loving. And I said, I'm going to keep my heart open. Why would I not? It's a muscle. It didn't break. I mean, the feeling of sadness, of course, but that's because so sad is about connection. And you're always going to be sad when you're not able to connect. But as you get older, FYI, my lovely listeners, when you move beyond the concept of the one, beyond the concepts of the whole twin flame and flames, because, you know, again, it's, it's really about emotional availability. And when you look out into the world, we have a lot of people who don't know about their one, human suffering love narrative. So after trust breaks and trauma, da, 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 they do the generalized thinking. That's one group of people. Then we got others who have actual need to understand abuse and neglect. And I said actual because there are group. There's a group of people. They are just doing uh, Romeo and Juliet, you know, Greece. I don't know, the hangover. Literally, they're just fads. Lost boys, okay? Those people, they're making teenagers, the ones who instead need actual help. There's two ways it goes. They get help or they don't. That's really sad when they don't. So let's leave it alone and let's try to consistently be our whole three-year-old heart. It's, it's nice to be leaving yourself, to love who you are and to say, yep, this is who I am. You don't like uh, what again? Excuse me? <laughs> oh yeah, no, the mystic thing ain't going away. Nope, polyamory not going away. Mm, what else? Uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's... So basically whatever you've set up for your life here, solo poly, you know what I'm talking about. We're like, yeah, this is how I spend 24 hours. I don't know what you want from me right now. And I was a teenager when I already began doing that. FYI, I just didn't have the words for it. But my teenage boyfriend, I'm like, look, I will love you. Like I love all of my friends and everyone. And you will not have any right to tell me anything about who I go out with, where I go, what I do, none of it. I have compersion, not jealousy. And I know culturally for you it's some big deal, but I don't love like that. See, that's an insecure person. I'm not jealous. I don't have insecurity. Don't you know? No one can be me. I even have a twin. And this is where, lo and behold, we eventually broke up. And they found the one that would be totally what they wanted, which is why I'm so happy that that lovely woman took him away. And whenever people would be like, ah, you didn't hold on to him. You didn't do it. I was like, he's not my dog. I didn't have a leash on him. Was that how I was supposed to do love? I, I'm, that's not how I do love. You do love that way. I don't do love that way. So secure attachment. It's really great to have it within you your entire life. I know of it. I can thank my mother for teaching me about equanimity. And uh, basically, like she says, she didn't spank me enough. So yes, I have no shame. That's what a three-year-old can share with you all. But what I will say as we conclude is you do not insult people. Even if sometimes I'm sure that because we have a firm tone, <laughs> I'm not going to deny that one. That one's not. I have a plaque. It's called bossing. So when you have a ventral vagal nervous system tone uh, or excuse me, a ventral vagal nervous system stance, because see, it's, it's a very specific way you stand. And that's, thank you, Deb Dana, uh, not going to ever go away. In fact, you all will learn it as you move into becoming secure attachment and self-empowered and believing in your whole three-year-old self. So there's a way that you just stand and you don't stand down and people are like, huh, you're also always open-heartedly, spontaneously flirty, by the way. And this one gets misunderstood, but it's okay because once we're grown up, see, and now we have the polyamory community. So thankfully we can say, I'm so sorry. I will not infect your monoamory group, but yes, I'm very open-hearted, you know. So again, we enjoy 
life. It's so beautiful to be in 2024. I did not think it would get any more. No, I did know it would get fun, but I just didn't know how amazing, how fun. So when we learn how to be secure attachment adults, that's where we're going to, you know, all come together, have fun and chit-chatting about 3D, 4D. Uh, flat earthers, please use your brain to help the environment. We really need you out there. All people, stop with the conspiracies, please, please. So we'll be back with more. Again, have a great one.